0: My message today is, hold on to truth. Now, (coughs) I'm going to start off, but don't worry, we're going to end off with a good note. (laughs) Our first scripture is 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with such people. Now, i w- we look at things and we can just see in the things that are happening in current events how the world has changed even in our lifetime as we know it. And we've read this scripture many times before yes 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 but it seems like have you noticed it's increasingly happening more and more and more as we are in the last days but we have to look at what is true and 2nd Timothy as we continue on uh, verse 3 through 14 through 16 It says, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and become convinced of, because you know that from who you learned it and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures. Paul's talking to Timothy here. Which we are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful to, to teach, rebuke, correct, and train in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And I like this also in uh, 4, 3 through 5. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you... Keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist and discharge all the duties of your ministry. The world is changing. But as we sang, God is not changing. He never changes. And we must not allow what culture and society is trying to say is truth to crowd out what the real truth is. And we know that God's truth, as we read all scripture, is his truth that comes from him it's all all scripture is God breathed and it is the truth (coughs) we are surrounded by a culture that tries to confuse us about the truth but we as believers we need to stay grounded and stand firm in what we have been taught and what we learn to be true because when we accept Christ we have the truth that reveals that to us the Holy Spirit is given to us and he teaches us all things so we should not let culture influence us, but we should influence culture. Because the pressure of society, we know who is backing that. That's the lie from the enemy, Satan himself. He likes to deceive us. He likes to trick us. He likes to water down things. And he even uses scripture and twists it to make it seem like the truth. <coughs> You'll have to... Forgive me because I have revised this about five times. So let us go to Nehemiah chapter 8, <coughs> verses 2 and 3 to start with. Now, this is Ezra reading from here. So, on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra, the priest, brought the law before the assembly, which is made up from men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of men, women, and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law, which is the first five books, they believe, of the Bible. Okay? And now if we go down to verses uh, 8 on. (coughs) They read from the book of the law, making it clear and giving them meaning so that the people understood what was being read. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra and the priest, and the teacher of the law, and the Levites, were listening, and the people said to them all, This is the day to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people have been weeping as they listen to the words of the law. Th- then Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food, sweet drinks, and send some of those to have, have nothing. Because they were uh, celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles. They better. This day the holy is, to, is holy to the Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And if we look at verse 12, it says, Then all the people went away to eat and drink, send portions of food to celebrate with great joy, because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. Now we have the Holy Spirit now to reveal and understand. But notice how they were, when when the uh, words of the Lord were read, they were listening intently. They wanted to hear what the word said of God. And as the words were read, their lives were changed. Ezra sort of was like a revival, a spring into the nation. They were sent from captivity from Babylon. And it's <coughs> because when we hear the Bible, so often we can become diluted in its wor- to its words and immune to its teachings. Instead, we should listen attentively to every word that God says. And ask the Holy Spirit, what does this mean for me? And how does it apply to my life for now? And so I thought about the people. They wept and mourned because they realized how far away they had been, how they've gone astray from what the Lord wanted. And I think that I know the Old Testament is such a good thing to look back on and teach us because here we are again in a world where a lot of times the the word isn't even mentioned and sometimes we don't read the word until it comes to Sunday or and I'm not pointing fingers because I'm just saying sometimes we don't take it at its value that it's so infallible word of god gives us the direction for our life and everything and how does it apply to my life <coughs> so I'm thinking as we go through this world right now with, how can I say, that is so trying to (coughs) confuse us who we are. But we know who we are. If you have accepted Christ, we are his. We are his child. If we believe on the Son of God who died for our sin because we were all born into sin, and we've accepted him, We are now saved for eternal life in him, and it's only through him, only him. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. Jesus came and did that for me and for you. And I believe that we don't take that seriously sometimes to really want to show that response and listen to what he has to say to us. (coughs) So uh, I believe that it's time for us to stand firm on God's word truth. It's time for us to speak truth even when it hurts. It's going to hurt sometimes when you tell or speak truth in love when you may get rejected or you may have people stand up against that because they don't want to believe it. It's time especially more than ever now to pray his word more than ever. We need prayer just like we were singing it's like you know we need to walk with him talk with him pray to him. And it's time for discernment. We need to discern the truth from the lies and recognize the enemy's schemes in this time. <coughs> if we go to 2nd Thessalonians <coughs> chapter 2 10 see they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved these are people that refuse to believe on the word of God and believe that Jesus is the only way the truth and the life and they are God will send them a powerful delusion because you know the Lord's been speaking to me I didn't bring my journal but I I didn't know if I would say that but the Lord really was speaking to me when I was praying and really seeking him this week He wants us to hear him and do not harden our hearts to him. How we can stray? All of us can stray. We get caught up with things, and we sort of mm, get—we can get caught up in a compromising things. But he doesn't. He said, "Just turn, turn your ear to me, and I will hear from you, and I will guide you in all truth." (coughs) So. Um, let's see where you go but we have the truth and it is his absolute truth this is going to be a very short message but (laughs) I'm more of a teacher than a preacher so I'm sorry (laughs) Uh, okay we have to not never forget the reality of Christ's life and his love the main defense for us to do in this time as of any time take heart and take the threat of a spiritual attack seriously we are in a spiritual warfare it's not between flesh and blood it's about principalities and powers and authorities that are attacking what is good (coughs) and Isaiah even said in 520 woe to you who call evil good and good evil And that's what we're living in. I've never ever in my wildest thinking ever thought that I would see things that are called good that are completely evil. And evil that is called good. Pray, pray, pray. Pray for strength and hope and help from the Lord. He is the answer It's not to trust in men and princes and chariots. It's to trust in God alone. He is God. He is in control. And when we see things happening like they have been, it breaks our heart. But I thought, how much more does it break God's heart? Because he sees the evil that he created for good. He sees our lives being destroyed for lack of knowledge. He sees people turning away and losing faith, and hopelessness and helplessness. But it shouldn't be that way because he offers strength and hope to us. We just need to continue to pray, intercede for these things that are happening. The Lord will direct you. (coughs) Sometimes we think, well, how do we get praying? You know, I don't know what to pray. You know what? Just start worshiping God in your prayer time. Thanking him for every good thing that (coughs) you have. Pastor talked about being blessed. We are blessed. We are so blessed and we don't realize until something terrible happens how thankful we should be of our blessings. But we need to intercede for things that he shows us in prayer time. He will show us. He shows us by this Holy Spirit how to pray. The, The Spirit intercedes for us. And we need to study the Bible and recognize Satan's strategy. So if we don't study the Bible, we don't study the word, how are we going to be equipped to stand against the wiles of the enemy? That's why he gives us this. It's our roadmap. It's our direction. It's our life. We have to hold on to it. And I was never good at memorizing. I know my memory's starting to go fading away as I get older. And I'm sure we can laugh at it, but it is true. So sometimes, like for myself, memorizing those scriptures, because we've got to hide them in our heart, hide them deep, and embed them. I mean, to the point where you can just, whenever things are going on, it comes to mind. Your scripture comes to mind. Your verse comes to mind speak it out loud the Lord told me one time speak it out loud speak it out loud he said it twice to me I'm like okay Lord so I got to speak it out loud but you know there's importance to what the Lord says when he says that to you okay no matter where you are scripture will uh, be a source of help number five would be associate with those who speak the truth and we all like to be around people that agree with us, but we need to be around people that are speaking truth. There's a difference between agreeing with what we think and what is truth. And on number six I have written here is, practice what you have learned. Because it's one thing to know what your word says and th- what the Bible says, but if we don't apply it, it's worth nothing. It's What's the use of it? Then we're working in our own spirit flesh we're trying to do things in our own way and we need to know his word because I think that if we don't know it we're gonna be really feeling in a despairing way like the unbelievers and we shouldn't feel that way we should be built up and standing firm (coughs) and also our nation is has been, was founded by a covenant with the Lord from the founders of our fathers. And I, I know in Psalm 33 12 it says, blessed is the Lord whose God, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And we got to keep God in our nation. We have to allow him to be in charge. No matter who is in charge in our government and leaders, he needs to be the one that sets the plumb line in our nation when we come back to God and I think when I read um, (coughs) Nehemiah when the people heard the word and they wept because they realized they had fallen far away when we acknowledge where we are as a people as the church as the nation and like 2nd Chronicles I know we've been saying this since 9-11 and you know what here we are back at almost an anniversary coming up of 9-11 when people came back into the church and started praying to God to help us heal our nation. But it says, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and repent of their wicked ways, then I will turn and heal their land. We need healing in our land. We need healing in our churches. We need healing for all the things that are trying to be dividing us. Divisions in race, divisions in denominations, divisions in everything imaginable. We can't let that happen because a house divided will fall. And we need to stick together and unite in one nation under God. Each church member, no matter what your opinion is, we need to unite as brothers and sisters in Christ. I wasn't going to mention it, but I believe it was the Lord that told me that we should think about those things. You know? Um, I don't want to miss everyth- anything, because every time I leave here, I think I forgot to say that. Am I missing any scriptures? Oh, yes, that's the most important ending part. See? Thank you, Terry. To one, one Terry to another. <laughs> okay, so now, don't want to send all a negative me- message. But we need to have the truth to convict us of where we are in our walk with the Lord. Am I just sort of flowing along and watching things happen and whatever? I'm not saying we're needing to do something. We need to be involved in prayer. We need to be even fasting in prayer. We need to be in the Word. We need to be walking by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, looking to God. God is a compassionate God. Just like we sang, Great is thy faithfulness. His mercy is new every morning. Thank you, Lord. Because without his mercy, it's all over. But in 2 Thessalonians, I want to leave you with this. Chapter 2 again, 13 through 16. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm, And hold fast to the teachings we passed on to you, whether by word or mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. And I didn't write this down, but even in the next chapter, when you look at chapter 3, verse 3 on, but the Lord is faithful. (laughs) That song was perfect because he is faithful. He will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love, and Christ's perseverance. So no matter what's going on in this chaotic world right now that we're in, we need to be, we are set apart. God has called us and sanctified us by his blood through Jesus Christ. He has given us every good thing that we need to have to do what we need to do. And even through the trials, even through the things that we're going to go through, he walks with us, he talks with us every day if we allow ourselves to listen and we allow ourselves to walk beside him and we should continue on doing the good things don't give up, don't give in to this, don't get discouraged because we have the victory but those who don't have that, we need to reach out to those people that don't have the victory in Christ we need to share what we have especially now To bring in the harvest of those who don't know the Lord. Because these times are increasingly getting worse. And who knows what the, we don't know anything about times, dates, anything like that. All we know is that God warns us, he tells us these things ahead of time. So that we are able to shift our focus, fix our eyes upon him, and realign ourselves. And remember who, who we are and what we're called for. Right? All right, let's stand. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you show us the way. You give us your word. You give us truth. Truth that is absolute, non-wavering. You never change, Lord, even though things in this world are changing. Help us to stand firm, Lord God. Help us to be courageous and bold with the help of the Holy Spirit to speak truth. And Lord, <coughs> we want to lift up those in the, our military, Lord God, and those who are struggling in Afghanistan. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would place your hedge of protection around those and just lead them through the evil, uh, the enemy's plot. Lord, we just pray for those who have lost loved ones, Lord. We lift them up to you, and we grieve for the families as you do too. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you are a God of mercy. Lord, we pray that you would forgive us for being apathetic at times to the things around us. Help us to be intent on your word. And we thank you for being called yours. We are chosen to be yours. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Bless you guys. Have a good week. (laughs)